Hosted by myself, Adrian, and co-hosted by me, Jose. I'll go with Jose today. I like it better than last week. Last week, you, you you threw me through a loop, and I didn't know what to think. I threw you off. You threw me off. You I had like very, a five-second pause. I, I didn't know what to say. Anyway, enough talking about your identity. Uh, we would like to start off this podcast, as always, giving a big shout-out to Ariel and the Culture. At Bunny Latinx on Twitter, Instagram, go check them out. They're amazing. Uh, go stream them. Hey, the one thing that Texas got right. Yeah. Besides Selena? Selena, Selena Gomez from Texas. Not Selena Gomez? Not, not Selena, bro. Wow. Selena Quintanilla, bro. I right, both of them. I like oh both. Oh my God. You don't like the other Selena school? Gomez from Texas? Yeah, I think so. Probably wrong. <laughs> but let's say she is. <laughs> I do love... Love me like no, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get D-Mac'd by by Spotify. By Spotify, Ooh, I like it though. That's a good song. Uh, she's no Selena Quintanilla. No, of know. course not. Selena Quintanilla would have been. Is AB Quintanilla still alive? I think so. He doesn't really match. Does I like Cumbia Kings? Ah, uh, I do. Okay, yeah, you got it. What happened to Pee Wee? Uh, he started doing telenovelas. Uh, oh, oh, which one? I don't know. I didn't watch the novelas. Well, I watched the novelas. I I watched I watched one the novelas. Ruby? No, RBD. Oh, oh, yo! Shout out to Rebelde. We're gonna talk about that eventually. Eventually. I. Yo, I was scrolling on Twitter. We love scrolling. On, that's like my main like. That's that's what I do for when I'm working. That's what I'm not. You know, work don't <laughs> listen to this. But yeah, I was scrolling on Twitter. And I saw news that made me really happy. The tennis guy, Novak uh, Djokovic? Djokovic. Djokovic. Is it Djokovic? Are you sure? I want to say yeah. Because I know it's DJ, J. I'm going to go J. So like phonetics. Djokovic. Novak DJ. <laughs> <laughs> he got denied. So he's a tennis player. He got denied his visa again Why in Australia. Why do you have to, oh, for our viewers, not for me. I thought you were like coming at me like, you don't know what tennis is. Oh, no, I got for the viewers, for the viewers. Okay. For the listeners, not viewers, listeners. They're viewing us. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> no, they're not. Not me, at least. <laughs> don't worry audience I'll get him on those pictures I'll get him don't worry it's a, it's a slow process but we'll get there no you're just gonna see uh, what's your name today Jose <laughs> yeah you're just gonna see Jose <laughs> for gonna, the foreseeable future you're just gonna see crop pictures of me like you just see your shoulder <laughs> you can't see your for face. me it's just gonna be like a picture of Casper the friendly ghost like just <laughs> next ghost. time I'm just gonna tag your your um don't do that your Instagram so that like people are just gonna be like oh I'm just gonna look at him then don't do that why would they wanna see me bro any, anyway why, wouldn't, about why Djoko- wouldn't they wanna see about Djokovic anyways yeah this dude got denied his visa again Cause you know he doesn't want to get vaccinated, and Yo. you know we're here at the We're Probably Wrong podcast. We we, we go support for vaccin- vaccinations. Yes, I'm boosted, although I'm not gonna lie, I did feel some type of way all three times that I've been vaccinated. I missed out on like those hundred dollar like things that New York was giving you, and I can't be mad, you know, because in the like yeah okay I got protected against a deadly virus that could kill me that I got in March of 2020 that made me lose 20 pounds and gave me asthma, but you know. Kind of wanted those hundred dollars or the Mets tickets. I didn't get anything. anything. I just got a better immune system. Anything really? We just got nothing. We just got. You know what we got? We got sick the next day. <laughs> we got a, a peace of mind. 
<laughs> yeah, bro. Like it made me happy though seeing that this guy got denied again. He's yeah, bringing his lawyers and all that. And also, shout out to Australia for canceling that shit. Yo, like we're Team Australia right now. Like, Go Australia. Whole, I, I, I've been Team Australia. I love Australia. Yo, shout out to the Australian people that I know. It's not many, but like the fact that I know three, yo, I love all three of you. All three. Yo, shout out Australia. I'm going to say their names. No, I'm not. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that many. Um, did you see that they're trying to extend um, Manhattan? Damn, you're from like Australia to Manhattan? Okay, I could well, tell you. I was talking about islands because I thought about islands. I, so I'm like, Australia's an island? Yeah, bro, it's a big ass island. Is it's, it? And it's a continent. And it's a country. It's everything. Sure, it's a continent. It's a continent. All right, let me let me work this out in my brain. Europe, right? Africa, right? Asia, yes. North America, yes. South America, yes. Okay, that's five. There's two more continents. Yeah. You just mentioned Australia. Australia. What the fuck is the last one? No, uh, I'm gonna go with. New Zealand, final answer. Antarctica. Fuck! <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> yeah, seven continents. Who fucking even lives there? The penguins, bro. Really? You don't like penguins? I, I love penguins. Uh, it's my favorite animal. You, you heard it here first. Adrian does not like penguins. I love penguins. Yo, he fucking hate penguins. Don't he, they have like 24-hour days? He will eat that meat. If, if penguin meat, meat was available, he will eat it. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Isn't Antarctica 24-hour days? Oh, so they can have both. So they can have 24-hour nights and 24-hour days. I would be depressed as fuck over there. Yeah. But then again, maybe I'm seeing so much sun that I'm not depressed. So, um, yeah, the vitamin D. So for like four, mi- four months, you'll be okay. And then another four months, you'll be nah, depressed. The four months, I get so much vitamin D that like it carries over for the next four months. That I don't <laughs> get it at all. I wonder how many of our viewers are vitamin D deficient. Yo, I am. I, I, I so, so am I. You are too? Yeah. I I think a couple of our friends are too. And like I was in my running group the other day. And the topic got brought up. Because I was like, yo, yeah. I get sad and tired in the winter because I don't have enough vitamin D. And I'm like, yo, me too. And like four <laughs> other people were like, yeah, I'm vitamin D deficient too. Do you think it's just because we're in the city? No, no, right? I think it's a city thing. You think yeah, it's a city thing? I think it's a city thing. I you, think you, you, you say my abuelo. He, he not vitamin D. I, I doubt Maybe he is. He just never got diagnosed. That's true, but... Maybe that's why he's so cranky at night. <laughs> but even a lot of people... Excuse me. People living in the city, we're just deficient in vitamin D. We just don't go out that much. We think we do. Oh, no. I know I don't go out that much. This whole week, I've seen the sun one time. But even when we go out... Holy shit, not even one time. Wow. We just go back into another place. So, like, we go out for, like, to have uh, breakfast with our friends or uh, brunch or whatever. And so we go back inside. I should be farming. You should be a farmer. Yes. Shout out to my grandpa. Yo, my, I come from a family of farmers. I'm the first not farmer. <laughs> uh, but anyway, did you see the and news? Look about at me. I'm vitamin D deficient. <laughs> I need glasses. I have braces. Yo, I fucked up. I fucked up the bloodline. Um, did you see the news about the Manhattan uh, extension? I thought we were talking about Djokovic. No, we passed that. We did? Yeah, we ha-ha-ha him. That's it. Yeah, fuck you, Djokovic. Anyway, get vaxxed. Get boosted. Yes. I did not. What are we doing with Manhattan? They're trying to extend it a couple of blocks. Not even a couple of blocks, like a good like, amount. A couple of blocks which way? South. South of the city. Don't, south, don't south. give me don't give me directions. Downtown. They're trying to make downtown don't longer. Say that. Just tell me where. What do you mean? What do you want what do you want latitude Chelsea, and long, latitude and longitude? Triborough. <laughs> tri state. Tell me where. They're when. trying to cover Governor's Island with Manhattan. Never been to Governor's Island. That shit bougie. Are you in New York? If you go there, you, you, you're not in New York if you go to Governor's Island. No, I'm just saying you should uh, know you, the geography no, of it. But do you go to Governor's Island? No. Exactly. Because I'm in New York. When's the last time you went there? You <laughs> ever been there? Never. I've never been there either. But I know where it is. 
Mm. I got you there. <laughs> I've been to Roosevelt Island. So am I. Exactly. It's nice. Because you're a real New Yorker. Yeah. Now, do we consider real New Yorkers going to, like, Governor's Island? They got glamping, glamping over there. What's that? You don't know what glamping is? I don't. It's a uh, glamour camping. <laughs> so basically, it's camping with all the amenities that you would have inside your house. So you would take like a, a special tent and you could like plug it into the thing and you would plug your phone, your laptop, uh, a heater, all that shit. That sounds just like a sleepover. That's what the money people do when they go camping. The money people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they're trying to extend Manhattan. I mean, what do you feel about that? You live in Manhattan, so I don't Yeah, but it's downtown. I don't. Well, I mean, they, supposedly they're trying to do it so when hurricanes and floods come in, because eventually they're going to come to New York. Part. Well, no, they're going to build special things so that it wouldn't come in anywhere in the city. So why do y'all get that in Queens we're not doing shit? Like, what about uh, Far Rockaway? No, Far Rockaway is not in Queens. Yes, it is. It is in Queens. What about Howard Beach? I'm not sure. What about sure. Ozone Park? Yeah, you, y'all not building that out, Yo, right? Take, you, it, y'all, up, y'all, y'all, take mm. it up with Eric Adams. Uh, no, nah, I think this one's Kathy Holchel. Kathy. Yo, Kathy Holchel, what are you doing? <laughs> go, go hold down Queens. <laughs> oh, real quick. You definitely didn't see this, but actually I retweeted it. If you didn't see it, I feel some type of way because I retweet a lot of stuff. Anyway, um, shout out Jackson Heights for winning Best Neighborhood. I saw it. We beat out AB, what, what, Alphabet City. We beat out Astoria. Yeah, fuck you, Astoria. Woodside, Sunnyside, um, Howard Beach. We beat out Manhattan, all of Manhattan. We beat Soho, Soho, Jackson Heights won best. What neighborhood? Neighborhood, yeah. Of New York City, I saw. I saw the like the the top four. Three of them were Queens, and one of them was uh, because Queens is the best borough. I I I kind of agree with that. No, I a hundred percent. I yo. Anytime I meet somebody, I'm like, yo, where you from? I it sucks. Go to Queens. I mean, Brooklyn want to be with that trendy shit, but. Queens is real. No, Brooklyn's overrated. You go there, hey, like, all right, cool. Yo, my like, boy uh, facts. Th- there's, a, there's an artisanal vegan shop here. Cool. All right. It's all white. Go to, go to fucking Jackson. Right here, 37th Avenue. Yo, you saw that? We ate some donuts today. How good were they? They were good. Shout out to Ugly Donuts. Yo, sponsor me. I go to your shit, like, every week. <laughs> the guy knows me at this point. The guy with the mask on, with that not fully on, doesn't cover his nose. That guy right there. Give you a discount? Give me the zest. He, he added the <laughs> zest to my donuts. That little COVID extra. <laughs> but he give you a discount? No, nah, not yet. But I'm, I'm working my way up. You got to get that, bro. I'm about to tip him like $20 next time. Yo, room me. <laughs> um, nah, but shout out once again, Jackson Heights. Best neighborhood. Yeah. In New York. Peter Story. Fuck Albany. Albany's not New York. Is it in New York City? It's the it's state yeah, it's capital. It's the state, but who cares about Albany? It's the state Albany? capital. Fuck Albany. Uh, but we're still better than that's yeah, why. Exactly. Definitely, bro. Jackson Heights, better than everybody. Um, so since you know Jackson Heights so well, you know, you live here, you, you're... Yeah, I've been here six years. You're a resident. Yeah, well... Resident. Yeah, whatever. My, I was in Elmers before. Do you have any good uh, Elmers? Yeah, it's close enough. Elmers is in Jackson Heights. All right. If you're from Elmers, you whack. Wow! <laughs> Real quick, I was whack. Nine, twenty-two years, but but you improved. Holy shit, I'm twenty-eight. Oh my god! Sorry, I just I you just, giving I, out your I, age. I'm, my age doesn't matter. They, they can know my age. What's your social? Uh, no. <laughs> no, but damn. Like, um, yeah. do you know? Give us some good spots to go to in Jackson Heights. Give give us yeah, some I, date spots or some shit I, like that. Go go. Yo, you ever watch that show? Fucking delicious by Action Bronson. Of course, yeah. Real quick, that. shout out Action Bronson. 
I love him, bro. Yo, we shout out like everybody in this Yo, show. Yo, <laughs> they, they don't shout us out. But you know what? Why do you have to give to receive? Sorry. Yeah. Why do you have to receive? Yeah, 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 you had it right. You had it right. You had it right. Yo, just keep giving. Eventually, somebody going to give you something back. But um, Action Bronson, he had this show, and there was an episode on Jackson Heights. And the places he went to was like really popping. Right here at Chivito de Oro, amazing. Not only a great date spot, very affordable. Take your parents there. If they like meat, they go enjoy it. If you like meat, go there too. Yeah, I saw that. Um, if you like bubble tea, yo, we got mad bubble tea here in Jackson Heights. We got Cocos, we got Quickly's, yo, just pop in. Uh, we got Emoji Burger, shout out that place. KL Delicatessen. Damn, yo, I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> so you, there's some good date spots around here then? Date spots, every every kind of spot. Yo, I be walking like through these places and I I, I, I be peeping people like, yo, what y'all doing? I'm just trying to get like my Philly cheesesteak. What? what? Okay, I see you, but why? <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, the PDA here in, in, in New York, I don't... I don't see it as much as I see it like like in Mexico when when I when I used to go to vacation. People be judging you. I think so. Yo, people, yo, people <laughs> I was be, judging them. People do be judging you, bro. Like, especially like in high school, like in like in um when I saw like the kids in high school in Mexico, like once they were like I used to go like right before they were out of school, like the, before they finished for summer break, and I used in Mexico. to Mexico. Yeah, in Mexico, my cut co- like my cousins. You were in middle school. And my cousins you were, were you were watching your cousins make out. No, that's so, weird, okay. Bro. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't get you ahead st- of me. Are you staring? Why are you going ahead of me? You, you like you, you like yo? Can I kiss you? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> All right. What they say in Mexico? A la prima se la Yo, you wild, yeah. bro. <laughs> All right. So no, no. Just, just you know, real quick. Yo, slide into his DM. Something that's wrong. No. <laughs> um... I used to go to their school to pick them up because um, b- before they, they were off for some... Why, why are you picking up your cousins? Yo! <laughs> why are you doing this shit on me? <laughs> um, I'm just curious. I was... Because they're my cousins, bro. And I got nothing else to do. I'm on vacation. My cousins. Yeah, because you don't go to... Me- when was the last time you go to Mexico? Why would I pick them up? Because you got nothing else to do. No, they can walk home. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> fine. There's nothing dangerous in Mexico besides snakes, scorpions, and like... You get snakes. to meet other girls when you're over there. I'm... I hope I'm 28. At this Not point. now, before, <laughs> when you were younger. I was, the last time I was 22, who the fuck am I looking at while I'm picking, they have kids, they're picking up their kids at that point. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let me finish my goddamn story. <laughs> so I used to go with my cousin, to pick up my cousins from high school. How old were you again? Sorry. I was, I was younger than them, so I was I like. I an age. Uh, let's say I was 14, 15. 13, 14, actually. You're picking up, like, how old were your cousins? They were in high school. They were, like, maybe 16, 17. Okay. So, like, two, three years older than me. Um, and everywhere, like, you see, like, right outside of school, you see, like, couples everywhere just making out. They were, like, in every fucking corner, you know. They were, like, hugging and, like, making out, you know, doing all that shit. You come here to the U.S., New York. A la cranes musical. A la what, what's it? A la cranes musical to that song. Abrázame y perdóname, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. That's a good song. <laughs> uh, but you don't see that here in New York. You don't, you go outside of a high school, you don't see like 30 couples in random places just making out or like doing that type of PDA shit. I feel like it has to do with space. Space? I, you're talking about Mexico. You're talking about those high schools. Those high schools are like surrounded by like big areas of spaces. And I feel like our towns are similar. 
when I went to visit my my mom's town when I was younger, it's just a like I, I saw the high school and, and it just like it's a big area of like nothingness around it. Maybe well maybe it's different for you, but like it, it's a big area and then like you it's the it's the walk back to the to the town center. But here you're surrounded by like convenience stores, by other stores, by the train, by the bus. Where are you gonna go? Actually, that's a good point. I I never thought about that spacing issue. Yeah, but also judging issue. Like if I if we got out of high school and you see like a couple making out, you're like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Go home. Get a, Find a room. Get a room. Get a room. Get a room. Over there in Mexico, it's just it's just normal shit. It's just yeah, Juan, get your shit. Why you call him Juan? That's mad racist. Because that was actually the name of one of the oh. guys that I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah, that was you being racist. <laughs> so, what I'm getting from you is that you're saying that New Yorkers are not as affectionate as people in other countries. Oh, 100%. Have you ever, like in Mexico, they do this a lot where they like, they write letters to each other, like handwritten letters. Oh, shit. Yo, I got a story for you, bro. Go ahead. Based on 100% letters. All right, so... um. You know my parents. You've I met do. them. I've met They're your wonderful parents. people. Yes. Incredible. My dad has an incredible act. I like them more than I like He's him. bald. Yes. I I worry. But that's not where I'm going with this. Um, when my... Let me tell you how they met. Let me tell you their love story. Okay. All right. This is going to be a very lengthy story. So just... Sit back and relax. Sit back and relax and give me the appropriate responses that I want. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my dad met my mom when he was 15. He met her at a, a carnaval where, like, these motherfuckers come into the town and they do their shit. And it was, like, a special holiday for their town. For feria. Him, for, la, for, la, la feria. La feria. La feria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for, like, uh, I believe it was from my, my dad's town. Yeah, their towns are very close to each other. They're, like, 30 minutes away on, on car. No, not even 30 minutes. Like, 15 minutes away on car. So, for the for La feria... Uh, there was this tradition where the young men in the in El Pueblo would dress up as women and they would ride a bull. And uh, they had to get madrinas because obviously you have to get a madrina. You have to get blessed to There's do that. madrinas for everything. Yes. So you have to get blessed to do that. So my dad dressed up as a, as a woman and he told me that he had like the big boobs and like the wig <laughs> and the dress. And he was waiting for somebody to be his madrina. And then like my mom pointed at him and he was like, oh, shit, like, she cute. <laughs> <laughs> he ended up pussying out. He didn't ride the bull. But uh, he was like, hey, can I see you again? Can I see you tomorrow? And so they saw each other the next day. And he was like, hey, can you be my girlfriend? And he was just straight up forward. And my mom was like, yeah, of course. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the very next day, he has to leave. Because he was waiting to, like, for his, uh, his dad to, like, go to the United States. Okay. So... He leaves, but before he leaves, he goes, hey, uh, I have to leave, but I just want you to know that, like, I want to stay in contact with you. I want to talk to you. I want to, like, I, I just asked you to be my girlfriend. I, I want to keep this going. Yeah. So they exchange, they, they don't even exchange shit because he doesn't know where the fuck he's going. He just goes, I'll contact you when I'm over there. He does all that shit. He ends up here. He sends a letter once he's settled down here in Greenpoint, actually, surprisingly. Brooklyn? Yeah. He he pointed out the the house that he was staying in when uh, we walked by there one day. But uh, he sends my mom a letter. She sends one back. She goes, "Hey, I really like you, but you left, so I got a boyfriend while you were gone." And my dad was like, "Okay, that's fine." 
let's keep talking. This is you know, handwritten letter. No yeah, email. These are shit. handwritten letters. These are like not right, right. like like uh, th- there's no emails. There's no aiming. There's no yeah. anyway. So they keep talking. A year later, when my dad is sixteen, my mom is eighteen. She comes to the United States, and she ends up in Woodside, Sunnyside, with her brothers. She, my dad hears from one of uh, her cousins, like, "Hey, my cousins, yo, my cousins in the in the city now. What are you gonna do?" And he goes, "Oh shit, can I get a number?" He goes, "Give me a hundred dollars." My dad pays him a hundred dollars <laughs> for her number, and he ends up talking to her, and she goes, "Yeah, I have a boyfriend here." Yo, my mom, my mom. She sees something she likes, she, she went for it. <laughs> but uh, my dad was like, you know what? I don't care. I waited uh, enough. Like, I, I, I just want to spend time with you. Let's hang out. My dad was smooth, apparently. He was chill about it. He, he, was, was, like, he was chill about it. Yo, like, be chill if you're making on somebody because you know, you know they're getting pressed. He was chill, but he made his presence known. Yeah. He's like, I'm here, though. Yeah. So... Eventually, he ended up sealing her away from her boyfriend. That's what's up. And within the year, they had me. Yeah, without the ring, there's no nothing. Goal, soccer has a goalie. That don't mean you can't score. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not that I want to use that metaphor for my parents, but... That, <laughs> God damn. Anyway, they, they ended up uh, having me, and they ended up getting engaged 16 years later and all that. But it all started off with letters. It's letters, because... How else will you show your affection for somebody that you can't see and or talk to literally a country away? Exactly. Like, like that kind of affection is just like, for me, unheard of. I would have never known. And that's the kind of thing that you always see in Mexico, that kind of affection. Like, they're really, like, they're, there's no fronting with them. They like you. They're going to send you a fucking letter. They're going to make you a mixtape. Bro, I lose your number now. I don't think I'm ever talking to you again. <laughs> like even you. Like if I lose your number, I know where you live. I know where you live. I I'm just gonna be like, yo, I I'm sorry. I don't know your number. <laughs> We're not friends no more. <laughs> I mean they. I mean yeah. When I when I used to go to Mexico, that was a culture shock for me because I was used to the way that. Did somebody ever write you a letter? I yeah. Did they, you they, write? Yeah a letter yeah. To they somebody. have one. They have written me a letter. Who, who who did you write a letter to? I haven't written a letter. You've never written. Nah, a letter. I haven't. Never. Written, no. Well, no, not to like a uh, girl, not to a girl, to no, not to a girl, not to a girl. <laughs> to a guy? Uh, are you learning about your bisexuality? Uh, no, I just haven't written a love letter. Let's go with that. What kind of what kind of letter you be writing? Friendship letters. A equals 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 D. So here's the thing. So in Mexico, they have this thing called a dedicatoria, which is like so a person gets a whole book, like a notebook, like a college rule paper, a book, a a, a a college rule book. Like a one subject book, you know which one I'm talking about? Skinny ones, but you know the not the college ruled ones, the ugly the college ones. ruled ones, college the, ones, the big ones, like the long, the big ones. They get this book right, and then they just hand it to people, and then that person, whoever he gives it to, they have to write like a letter or a poem or draw a picture or do something to feel, to describe how they feel about that person whose dedicatoria it belongs to. Is this like a school thing or is this just like It's a, a it's a school thing. Mostly teenagers obviously. Adults are not going to be doing this. I I would love to do this with adults. Like yo, I, I just I we hang out like yo, write, write or like do something. Yeah, yeah, and they get to pick. Like they they could do a poem, they can do a letter, a, a drawing, something. 
Something to show how you feel about the other person. If it's a friendship, then you'll be like, ah, it is mi amiga, you're my friend, etc., etc. I like you like so much. Remember when we Habla did this? Yeah. <laughs> Anything to show the affection for that other person. Have, did you ever participate in that? I did once. and But I was so... Like, they're used to that shit over there. They, they know how to write down their feelings or shit like that. When What age did you participate in? I was 14, 15, 16. You want to know why... You couldn't, like, participate fully. Why? Because at that point, you had spent, like, seven years of your life there. You had spent seven years of your life here. At that point, the um, it, it, the American Asian had already started. You, mm-hmm. your, your emotions had already been stunted by New York. 100%. I was, I got there, and I just, and obviously you can see, like, the things that other people have, have ran already. Because that shit was already, like, half full. They got, like, 30 entries already on it. And you just see, like, how people, like, they're, 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 like, there's no fun with them. They're just straight up right what they feel. And then she gave it to me. It was a girl, right? She gave it to me. She's like, do something with it. And I'm just, I, I was there for, for two months from in Mexico for the summer. I think I kept it, like, a month and a half. I just didn't know what to write. I'm like, what do I do here? This is so awkward. Like, I don't know how to do this. That's the American in you. I, the New York, specifically New York. I don't know how other uh, states. Uh, I, I definitely feel like as a whole. We're all, like, emotionally stunted here. We don't really talk about our emotions. I mean, yo, in school, yo, why you crying, bro? You, you being a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yo. Just imagine this. You had a girl that you like. You wrote her a letter. And she comes to class, like, the next day. Yo, this motherfucker wrote me a letter. Yo. Cut ass on this motherfucker. I, I, I wrote a girl that I liked the letter. No, fuck. Yo, tell the story right the fuck I, now. I was in third grade. <laughs> And she was in fifth grade, cause I, yo, if you know me, I've always loved older women, I guess <laughs> apparently. But um, I wrote a letter like, hey, I really like you, etc., etc., etc. I'm not gonna say what the fuck I wrote in there, but she got it, and I looked at her as she got it, cause I I left it like for her. I know I gave it to her as we were getting entering an auditorium. You know, auditorium where like you watch movies or performance, and then. I peered back and I saw her open it. She read it and she just crumpled it up and threw it away. No fucking way. And I was Yo, like, my heart. <laughs> I was like, Ashley, how you do me like that? And the the, the sad thing is we, we were in the same like uh play together, so I had to see her like every day. I was like, ah oh, My heart. Ashley, you broke my heart. A- Ashley. I, my I went home that day and my mom was like what's going on why are you so sad I was like no don't worry it's fine it's no. fine I just got my heart broke but it's no. okay But it's See, okay. and that's where it started I was like yo I'm not gonna talk about my emotions like it's fine <laughs> yeah. it's fine like, I'm just gonna go play Pokemon <laughs> stop talking to me mom <laughs> yo that's horrible bro that's scarring bro have you ever written a letter to someone since then no one other time oh did you oh I'm glad you didn't I never up. sent it oh uh, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sending it. I'm just gonna, just gonna write it for myself. Bro, but that's heartbreaking though, and that's what, that, that's the whole to my point. Like in Mexico, the girl would have the decency to come to you and be like, you know what, I got your letter. They, they like, they make it a little bit dramatic, no right? Más cuates. Yeah, 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 like something <laughs> like that. They'll be like, mira, me caes bien, pero no me gustas así, etc., etc. You know, they're not, they don't find that awkward. I wouldn't fucking do that here. So like, it's awkward. It's just, exactly. I would do the same thing. I would cramp, crumple up the the letter. The letter. To be fair to Ashley, the fifth grader, I was in third grade, so you know. 
There was an age difference. <laughs> and you know what's sad? In third grade, I was developing my, my mustache already. <laughs> I did like a, a 10-year-old with a mustache, bro. I looked like... I, I, bro, I don't even know, but it was terrible. Oh, man. Yo, young me did not have anything going for him. Did you ever do a... Did you ever uh, do a... Uh, burn a CD for someone? Like, put of the song... Of course I did. You have? Yeah. I'm did, so surprised by this. Why would you not? I've never done that. You've done... Describe it, please. I went on... How the fuck did I do this? Wow. I don't remember how I did this, but I do remember I did it because I had a bunch of CDs. I didn't just do it for, like, people I liked. I did it for, like, friends. I was like, hey. Right, right. And what did the people say? My friends liked it. The other people were like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I guess the equivalent of that today would be like if you made a, a playlist like on Spotify or Apple or whatever. No, making a playlist is definitely different because like, it's so easy. I make playlists yeah, for like true. everybody. That's true. Well, not for everybody. Yeah. Do I make playlists? You know, maybe I make playlists for myself. But the CD thing, it, it takes effort. And especially back then, you have to get like the right equipment for all that shit. But they will still do it. They, they'll go through that whole effort to get that, that CD to you with whatever songs they want to put on that. Yeah, shout out to Baby Bash. Baby Bash. <laughs> Cyclone. What, what songs did you used to put on, on, on mixtapes? I used to love Sugar Sugar. How you get so fly? So did you really put your yeah. that on mixtapes? <laughs> okay. Fuck, I can't... I can't remember right now, but it was like a amalgam of like so many different things. I'm pretty sure Alecranes Musical was on there. Oh. I, I like Alecranes Musical. Like, they're fire, bro. But you know what? That 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 makes me think like, if people at that age they they're like so used to love showing whatever their emotions and that, it goes to the thing where like, they're already trying to find like a husband. They're already trying to find like a wife or like a a partner, right? In Mexico, they don't have the the luck. Here in New York, our part of Mexico, not all parts of Mexico. Well, all part of Mexico, right? Yeah. Here in New York, once you're, like, out of, like, high school, you're not thinking about settling down. You're thinking about college. You're thinking about your future. You're thinking about all this shit. In Mexico, once they finish middle school, uh, halfway through high school, the next step for them is getting married. There, there's no... College is kind of an impossibility for them. Because it's expensive. It's expensive, and yeah. if you're from our part of Mexico... Going to college costs a shit ton of money that your family cannot afford. So at that point, you're going to El Campo, you're doing some, you're doing the conbis, shit like that. Like, yo, that shit, that shit doesn't pay a lot. That shit pays as much as it can. If you haven't been saving money, or if you don't have like a family member that's helping you, you're not going to college. You're not going. Sometimes you don't even, you're not even going to high school because some high schools cost money. Yeah. So they do. Honestly, you people over there get married younger because. What else is there to do? That's what they're looking for. You create a family, and then you create your own wealth system on your kids. That's why so many kids are had over there. My grandpa had 12 kids. My other grandma and grandpa had nine. So, yeah. And then my parents just had me, so. Yeah. When I was younger, not even that too long ago, like maybe a couple of years ago, I was judging them for that, for like getting married like at, at a young age. I'm like, what are you doing? You have so much ahead of you. And then like recently, I started thinking about it. I'm like... What the fuck am I talking about? College is not a, a really an option for them. Like, how, how are they going to get into... How are they going to pay for college? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Mexico offers financial aid for uh, collegiate studies. 100% not. There's, like, a whole loophole that has to go through if you want to get, like, a scholarship in Mexico. It's not as easy as fast for here or anything. There's nothing similar no, to exactly. that. I mean, yo, like, one of my aunts literally... 
she was in the process for her bachilleratos or like her bachelor's. Right. And then she ended up having a kid. Years passed. She just started going back like 10, 15 years later. She's just finishing up. But yo, shout out to her. She has the same name as me except with the A. Adriana. <laughs> Adriana. Yeah. But uh, yo, that's just not easy. And like, you're right. No, we're right. There, There's really... After middle school, high school, like, you, what else are you going to do? You're going to find a job. You're going to make money. You're going to support your parents because that's, that's what is over there. And then you're going to build your own family and create kids that are going to do the same for you. It's it's just an endless cycle of poverty and et cetera. And you know what? Maybe there are exceptions, but the system isn't set. Uh, the system in place isn't set for like people to succeed. No, it's not. We, I mean, we got we got to appreciate that here. We got we got all these opportunities. You know, we're judging them, but we don't have to appreciate it here. We have to appreciate our parents who decided uh-huh. to break that cycle and be like, hey, this is not what I want for my kids. This is not what I want for myself. I'm gonna go dip. Yo, I think about it every day, like. My parents could have chosen to stay over there because they're the, my parent, my, my mom and my dad are both the oldest in their family. So they could have chosen to stay there, help their parents and just keep it going. But they were like, no, I, we feel like we can do better if we are in a different place where there's more money, where there is more opportunity, etc. And they went somewhere at ages 15 and 18. They didn't know the language. They didn't know anybody. They just had maybe one or two people to rely on and they came here and that's like that's incredible to me can you imagine how scary that shit is bro do you remember when we were and this is obviously speaking to our privilege because we were able to do this and our our parents my parents still cannot travel but our parents definitely didn't would not have been able to experience that what 22 when we were like in germany or prague yeah or fucking vienna we didn't know the language at all imagine living there with that and we're looking for a job. Like, it's not even like you can just, like, stay anonymous. You have to go into society to survive. Like, you need to get a job. You need to start learning to adapt. It's it's No, it's not even need to. You, you, if you don't adapt, you will die. You will die. <laughs> you will not survive here. And you will just end up, unfortunately, on the streets asking for money. And the, uh, for, how, for many, a, how, many, how many land people do you see out there begging for money? Like, like... There's no, there's nothing. They're just begging for money. I, whenever I see them, I always feel sad because I'm like, they probably came here with the hopes of like helping their family. And then maybe they either lost communications with their family or they just really, just realistically couldn't afford it. They could not afford living here. I, I rarely see them begging for money. I see them drunk or something, but they're not begging for the money. They're just there drunk or something like that. Because that's just like, the, the pride, bro. Like, why would you want to ask for money? You came to a different country, you did you did the best you could, and then you failed. For a lot of people, they're like, I... And it, I feel like this is a defining characteristic of just people from any Latin country. Why would you want to admit defeat? Yeah. You did so much to get here, and then something... Like, you know, I always think this way for, like, when I see people on the street. There's one bad decision that's keeping me away from, like, being that. Yeah. There's one medical bill that's keeping me from being that. That's true. Like, there, there's not much separating us from, like, them. And it's, like, it's it's just intense. It gets very intense really quickly. But shout out to our parents that decided to go to a different country where they didn't know the language, where they didn't know they would have opportunities. And then where they were like, yeah, we're going to find work. And they went out and found it. And they learned the language. They understand it. And honestly, our parents are incredible. Shout out to them. Yeah, I don't out. know how... 
we would do it. And honestly, I, I question if anything we do is ever going to reach the level that they did. And I don't the, think the courage is. that they that it took from them. I don't. I don't. We, I haven't. I definitely have not much matched that. There's no way that I'm gonna that I see in the what I've done and match what she's done. What my my, my mother has done. Your mother's incredible. My parents are incredible. It, any first generations parents, people who came here, you definitely have to think a lot about like yo, all those all these opportunities you have, all these first world problems that we have is definitely it stinks to them and you know what i definitely didn't appreciate it when i was younger because i was young what the fuck did i know about like worlds and countries and like struggles i was like fun story i i was like seven and i really wanted a toy so yo i'm seven i wanted a toy my I'm not spoiled. I was not spoiled as a child, <laughs> but I got a lot of things that I wanted. My dad was like, okay, we'll get you your toy and then we'll leave. Because he was tired. He, he was Sunday. Sunday's his rest day. But he was like, okay, let's get you a toy and then we'll leave. But I was like, fuck, I need to pee. If I need to pee, eh, I'm not going to get the toy. <laughs> so I ended up peeing my pants. No. In KB Toys on 82nd Street. You know where that was? <laughs> And there was just a puddle under me. And, and my dad was tired. He, he didn't notice until, like, somebody was like, hey. Uh, and then, he, like, he poked at like, And then he pointed at me. And my dad looked at me. He's like, fuck! Why'd you... <laughs> he bought me the toy still, though. I got the toy. I won. I won. Because I got the toy. It was a Digimon. But uh, then he had to take me to the Gap to get pants. And what you mean? I still won. I got new pants. So you got pants and a toy? Yeah. And you were just winning, bro. Yo, I, I've been very blessed with the family that I have. <laughs> uh, and you know the funny thing? Like, anytime, like, because uh, obviously, as I, I don't know about your your mom, but, like, the older I get, my, the more my parents are like, oh, yeah, when you have kids, you'll see. When you have kids, or, like, when you won't have kids, like, <laughs> et cetera. But, like, he's like, I feel like you're going to be a completely different, like, parent than we were. Like, we were very lenient with you. I think you're going to be, like, more of, like... Strict? Yeah, and... I don't know. Yeah. Yo, for any of our listeners, I want you guys, if you're a first generation, even if you're, I don't know, second generation, text your grandparents, text your mom, text your dad. Your grandparents probably don't understand text. You should call them. Just hit them up and be like, thank you. I appreciate your courage. If your parents understand, I mean, if your grandparents understand text, yo, your grandparents are young as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) How's your grandparent? Uh, uh, I have my grandma alive. I ask how old they are. Oh, how old they are? I thought you said, how are they? I mean, yeah, uh, how is she? 80 something. How is she? High 80. She's good. She's really? living life. She's taking care of birds and plants. Yeah, birds. That's what she likes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, in Mexico, you know, getting that sunlight. Get, she's probably not vitamin uh, D deficient. Oh, none of them are no, over there. No, no, no. Cause, yeah, Campo. <laughs> Campo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, our friend Akila. Uh, just real quick. I don't, I don't know if she's listening, but yo... She got birds. Yo, she does. She loves birds. One of them escaped her, though. Damn. How, how you lose a bird, bro? Damn, Akila. How you lose a bird? Like, just keep him in the cage. <laughs> bro, come on. Yeah, my my mom, I mean, she she loves the birds when she's there, like, listening to them in the morning and shit like that. You know, the whole maintenance that goes into it, it's like Yo, a birds whole... Birds are hard. It's a whole thing, bro. Like, they got to feed him, like... It's a whole thing. Trust me. It's a whole thing. I can imagine. And you know when... Wait, uh, when my mom is there, 
she wants to relax, you know. She's stressed here, you know. She does whatever she needs to do over here. She's working over there. It's a little bit stressful well, for her. When did your mom leave uh, Mexico? Uh, she was... Oh, she was just, like, somewhere in her 30s. And when did she go back for the first time? For the first... How did she feel going back? Well, she felt happy when she went back. Because the time when she was going back, she she knew that the news that she could bring me here. She got into the job that... That's when you were seven. That's when I was seven. So she went back to get me. She's like, she was happy. 37? Um, probably. Sorry, then I'm doxing your mom. Uh, no, you know, she's just you know, somewhere in her 30s, you know, she was... Somewhere. Somewhere in her 30s, but yeah. But she was happy, though. She was getting... She was, you know, picking so me up or whatever. She went back pretty shortly after, like, she left. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, since my parents have left, so since my mom, my dad was 15 and my mom was 18, they have not gone back to Mexico. Damn. So it's been roughly around 30 years for both of them, and uh, I can definitely tell it's been very hard, but... At the same time, I also know that, and it's it's the same topic that I brought up with you. Like, yo, you left Mexico for seven years and you went back seven years later. You definitely got Americanized in a sort of fashion, whether it be emotions, et cetera, food, et cetera. And I was telling you, at this point, they lived here longer than they've ever lived in Mexico. Anyway, yeah. In Mexico, they lived 15 years, 18 years. Here, 30 years, 32 years. Like, that's... You know what's crazy about that? It changes that? you. Yeah, it does change you. But you know what's crazy? I can bet you anything that the moment, hopefully, that they step back into that town that they lived in, that they grew up in, they're going to fucking break down crime, bro. Oh, of you course have, they are. I mean, I don't, I don't think you feel this when you go back to Mexico, but when I go back to my hometown and I see the houses, the neighborhood, the place where that I know when I was a kid, it just it gives me that butterfly feeling in my stomach. It's just like... You know that you're home. You know you're somewhere you, you, you belong. You probably feel that here. I See, I understand that. But then the way I'm thinking about it is, okay, look, my dad left when he was 15. Yeah. My mom left when he was, she was 18. Most of their friends that are peop, not even friends, people they talk to, most of them are here. They ended up moving here. They did that. Or, you know, they're dead. Not that my parents are old, but just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. Yeah. But, um... And not just that, but, like, when they left, those towns were completely different than yeah, what they were yeah, I now. Agree. Yeah, When I went to visit and I explained... Like, the first time, when I was 12. That's, I want to say, uh... 14 years after they left. 14 years. That's a decade and a half. They, um... They were like, oh, shit, like, yeah, that was not there when I went. Or, like, I would take pictures, and they would see, and like, oh, that's different. When I went back when I was 22, that's another seven years later. That At that point, that's, like, 20, 24 or 23 years that they have not been there. That's 23 years. Do you know how much things change? Yeah. Places yeah. change? People die. Things happen? Like, I... I would love to see that when your parents go back. I, I just... In, in, in my head and my mind, I worry, like, they'll go back they'll feel like it's home but then they won't recognize it at all because it's changed so much yeah do you think yeah, your dad will like you know f- let his emotions out like be like really like very emotional about it about the whole thing about the whole situation I am not entirely sure my dad has always been very 
honest about his feelings. He, when he's angry, he's angry. When he's happy, he's happy. But uh, in terms of, like, he's honest about it with himself. When it comes to, like, sharing it, he tries to hold it back because, I mean, think about it this way. You're 15 coming to a new country. Not only do you have to handle, like, the loneliness of not being with your family, but then also, like, the loneliness of not knowing a language, not knowing how to communicate, all that, like... The fact that he was able to, like, manage that for so many years is, like, incredible to me. But I don't know how he would react once he goes back. I mean, he did cry when he saw my grandpa for the first time when my grandpa came here. Oh, really? Yeah, but I... Like, going back, I don't know. Yeah, it's like we were saying with that. I don't know, for any listeners that we have here, for our previous episode when we had our guest on, we were talking about, like, our... Our parents, like right now, they're they're more capable of showing that emotion. They're they're more, you know, on today with everything, uh, to uh, involving emotions, involving manhood or whatever, machismo and all that. Um, they're more up to date with it. So I would think that you know your your dad would probably be like, he he he'll let his emotions show a little bit. Um, did you? I, I, so I read this article in uh, the New York Times about like. How, like, that's kind of being a toxic thing now. Like, being, like, men showing their emotion, they're kind of using it, like, in a, uh, like, they're turning it around. Like, like in a gaslighty way? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, damn, boo, like, yo, I'm sad. Don't talk to that guy. He's making me sad. That's your friend. That's not your friend no more. <laughs> now, I, I could definitely see that. I mean, I feel like some guys will just be like, yo, They'll they'll use like emotions in a way to be like, possessive or some shit, or like, hey, I'm a nice guy. Like, I'm, I feel emotions. Why are you not, you know, feeling? I don't know. One of the examples that they showed was, you know, the Kyle Riddlehouse, the 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 dude from uh, when uh, he was like blubbering. So yeah, so that was the thing. Look, so he goes, he kills uh, like three or four. I don't know how many people he, he killed. Two he killed, people, he killed two, two people. Other ones. And then he's on the courthouse. He's fucking breaking down, crying. You know. Apparently that's I mean, he convinced the judge. Exactly. But then again, that judge, that judge did not need a lot of convincing. A lot of judges be wilding. Yo, I I don't know. Our listeners are in like the criminal justice field. Go become a judge. Go go do better. If you listen to this, I hope you know we have same ideals. But yo, go go do your thing. Go be a judge. Yeah, because we need more judges on our side. <laughs> yo, specifically your cousins. I know you're younger. I know you're in college. Go be judge. Go be judges. Or scientists. You know, go be scientists. <laughs> Uh, yeah, scientist. <laughs> That's like a good field, right? Yeah, it is a good field. You won't make a lot of money, but but you'll be happy about what you're doing. I mean, at that point, be a teacher, right? <laughs> um. So thank you guys for joining us this week. Um. We we went a little bit deep into our feelings this week, until uh, talking about well, you know, some personal stuff. But I feel like these were very important things to talk about and. As a first-generation American, as somebody who has listened to their parents... You know what? If you haven't listened to your parents talk to you about, like, how it was when they got here and what they felt and what they did, go talk to them. Because, honestly, you're going to regret, like, not understanding what they went through. And, honestly, all of us who are first-generation Americans who have been through this... Like, it's it's hard to talk to our parents, let's be honest. They're mysteries for us until, like, we're, like, 30, 40. Like, that, that's too late to, like, appreciate that. And I'll be 100% honest, I, I didn't... It's hard for us to consider our parents as, like, human beings. Like, they make mistakes. They they, they worry about things. They do things. And it's it's easy to 
like see that and be like okay let me not talk to them let me not see where it's going but yo talk about the feelings talk about what they went through because they managed to break so many barriers for you and you're in the position that you are because of them so go for it go ask them questions go 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 have a little talk with them pro be like uh we're probably wrong podcast asking me to do this <laughs> this conversation with you guys just go do it you won't re- it'll feel awkward in the first few but then you'll start learning about your parent things about your parents that you didn't know and you'll be like yo that was that was that was a learning experience uh real quick just before we end you, there's a funny joke you you fuck with uh hassan minhaj yeah i do uh, his uh, Homecoming King special. Right. Where he talks about how, like, immigrant parents are, like, very, like, secretive. And, like, they, they don't really talk about stuff. Right. But, like, go talk to them because you don't really know your parents. You don't know them at all. Yeah, you don't. And even people who are, like, like super close with their parents, there's a part of them that they don't tell you about themselves. Like, that that's fine. But they contain multitudes and you can only better yourself by knowing them better and trust me it's it's a it's a very important thing <laughs> so that's the message of this episode go talk to your parents yeah i'm about to go drink margaritas with my parents <laughs> uh thank so you everybody we're gonna drink margaritas <laughs> with my parents uh, thank you guys for joining us this week um this is the sunday episode so we'll see you next thursday everybody yes and real quick real quick last 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 thing shout out to kenny he got he got the tahin. We bought a postis with our Sunday episode. Hope you happy. I sent you peach rings. My my co-host is not happy with how I sent it, but you got it in like less than twelve hours. So <laughs> I literally just sent it this evening. Uh, thank you everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for your time. Bye. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.